0: Hey you, welcome to the Secrets of the Online Coach podcast. I am your co-host, Kerry, and you will be sitting with myself and the head coach, Lynn Trinh, as we dive into the real and raw stories and strategies around success inside of building your online movement and your coaching business. There are four key pillars inside of business in which you have to master. That is your trade, getting attention, and getting desire and commitment, and then building on top of those foundations with optimizing your business numbers. We dive deep into discussions around creating systems to build and scale your business and with topics where Lynn throws fire at the mic with his no BS mentorship. Enjoy the show, enjoy the ride and make sure you subscribe so you don't miss a beat. And let's
1: uh, Let's roll with this podcast with part number two. Part two. What did we cover in part one? So, episode number 35 today. And uh, at the topic of discussion that we are bringing to you, we are bringing the fire. Kara bringing the hair. And I'm bringing the red jacket. And what we're bringing to you today is how to scale delivery, coach over 500 plus clients, and still get results.
0: Kes, why is this? So sounds important? like a dream.
1: Why, why is this so important? Yeah. Like the consults that you speak to, the coaches that you speak to, what's the number one hesitation? Number one hesitation.
0: The number one hesitation is that they don't believe that it's possible mm-hmm. and that they don't want to deliver a cookie cutter system to everyone that bodybuilding.com already delivers a generic program for. And mm. when they're paying or they're, when, when they're charging $1,000 plus for their program, they're going, cool, but... If I'm coaching 100 people, I'm not going to get results because it's all cookie cutter.
1: Correcto. How do you scale delivery? Right? Cookie cutter. I love cookie cutter. I don't mind cookies. Like I don't mind round cookies. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not interested in any other, any other types. I, I, I don't just mind the blob. Round square, just a blob of cookies. I don't mind cookie cutter programs. Uh, but here's here's the thing: there is one big belief that is going to hold you back in this, and and this belief, you know, amongst coaching, this belief is you have to see yourself as a consultant firstly. And you almost have to upgrade yourself to becoming this consultant and going, you are consulting somebody. Uh, and because the biggest belief is that. I don't want to give you a program that's similar to another person's program, that's similar to another person's program, that's similar to another person's program, and then jump inside of the same group and then off you go.
0: Fair enough. When when you see it that way, I can definitely see why.
1: Yeah, because your program is going to be different to another person's program, and well, or my body is different, different, and your body is different, no. and I go fantastic. And and what happens is this: this is this is you as a coach. And then a client comes to you and a client comes to you and has a problem. And then you sit there and you would think, so this is how I operated as a coach in the gym. fuck, that feels so far away, doesn't it, kids? To even think and to even consider that I was one of those dudes that was wearing like trainer at the back. Back in the days, I was so hot and handsome. The body was chiseled, abs popping out, arms popping out of the shirt.
0: The it's so long ago that, that people probably don't even believe that you were a trainer.
1: And no, no fucking way. Like, you look at me now and go, dude, like you're, you're definitely not a trainer. Uh, you're definitely, you, you, I, we're not even sure if you live bro.
0: We train, so guys, we actually train at the gym that he used to work questionable. Him. 10 years ago.
1: I trained in the gym that I used to work with and I still see the people that are in there, still here, in there, over and over again, doing nothing. And it's sad. And, like, every day it's kind of weird. Like, they they kind of avoid me. They kind of avoid me because, you know, you don't want to see the thing that you could have become and you don't want to be reminded of where you are. And it's not that I'm here going, hey, guys, like, what the fuck's happening? I'm just, it's, it's just a reminder. People hate avoiding the facts. Anyways, let's go back let's not digress. So when I was a trainer in the gym when I was a trainer I would have a client the client could be a boy, a client could be a girl and what would happen was they would come here and they'd tell me their goals. they'd tell me what they want to achieve they'd tell me their problems and I, I had to think and I had to go huh. So if you're this body type and you've told me that you've been doing this and you currently weigh 85 kilos, and you're at 16% body fat according to the skin folds, but you want to get to 76 kilos and you want to get to 10% body fat and you squat, deadlift, and bench press X amount, but in order to hold the muscle mass and reduce the body fat, you need to be at this amount of strength. Back in the days, Kerry would not even believe that I have this knowledge right now. She's like, where the, where does this where is this guy? Where is this guy? She's probably wondering. Okay, then ultimately I would come up with a plan. And obviously the plan would be different for every single person. The plan would be different for a girl. I, I trained a girl who was like 120 kilos, got it down to like 80 kilos, got it insanely strong, trained plenty of Asian dudes. And the Asians would just come to me. Like the Asians would walk into the gym and go, bro, I want to look like you. They go, like, physically look like me. They're like, yeah, just everything. Because you're so cool. That's crazy because, like, I was the cool kid to the Asians in the gym. I was, I was a personal trainer. These guys would come over, study at RMIT, Melbourne University, come into the gym go, bro, like, how do I get your body? And at the time, I'm thinking, bro, you're probably going to need to inject some testosterone to get my body not really telling them that. I was like, bro, you just need to be on a good diet and training and you train me and, and I'll get you a good body. You can do this. In the back of my mind, I'm like, motherfucker, you know how long I've been training for plus the amount of injections that I've been on on this six-month cycle? That's until I met Karen and I got the fuck off. But prior to that, like, this was ridiculous. But this is the shit. This is the shit that we talk about inside of the 1% because it's the bullshit that surrounds... Uh, the fitness injury, etc. etc. But we'll save that for another day. Let's go back into this. So, I had this Asian dude, and he, he's you know, some Asians. Asians are really funny because they're either really overweight and they're either really fat or they're either really skinny. Okay, they're either like really skinny, ectomorph, or they're right, really like me. I, I kind of fell in this category, the fatter category. Kerry, okay, is that true?
0: A little bit. <laughs>
1: All right, see, so, so you guys get to see another person, another type of lintrin come out today. Yeah, you know, this is really special because sometimes you get the fire, sometimes you get like the serious, and then now you get like kind of get the funny, funny. Okay. So I, I completely understand when you're trying to go, how do I build an online program and not have to like work with 20 people and then feel like I'm racking my brain out messaging these people back and forth, messaging him, messaging the fat Asian, messaging the skinny Asian, messaging the woman, messaging Kerry. But me and Kerry started messaging a little differently. She was part of, she was part of the eye messenger, but she just wasn't in the mix. It was just a random thing. But I, and I understand this. I understand this. And this is the whole concept of uh, solving a problem. Kerry, do you want to explain more about solving a problem?
0: You explain it.
1: <laughs> Kara's just, she's, she's thinking back about the good old days. She's really, she's really thinking, like, she's, she's gone back. And her mind's just going, yeah, she's, she's sending a message. <laughs> she's really going back to the good old days. She misses that guy. So if you want to avoid this situation inside of the online space, you actually have to understand who you help. First is the who. Okay, that like they this what I love about the whole entire online space is that we're we're taught to like niche. Who's your niche? And I go, that's that's just a silly question. Like fuck that shit because it's just shit that's been regurgitated over and over and over again. I'm pretty sure one guy came up and he's like, well, you just focus on a niche and then like you win. And it, it, it's just handed over. And we we don't actually think about how businesses run. We don't we don't simplify. And what happens is it gets very confusing. So when I go, who's your niche? it's kind of like me saying, what's your offer? And then it's kind of like going, huh? <laughs> like, huh? Ah, oh, I just coach people, you know? And you get that. But that's not the thing that we're trying to ask. Okay, so I want you guys to do an exercise with me if you want to do this. You start off with the who. So you either pick man, woman. You, you start to categorize who is this person. Put them in a category. Okay. And then ultimately, you go to this next question: Is you go, what problem are you solving? What problem are you solving? Uh, Here's here's the cardinal rule of business. And Kerry, feel free to jump in anytime. But you know, yeah. After I stop daydreaming. Um, because because guys, you only get paid to solve problems. You don't get paid to help your niche. You get paid to solve problems. And here, inside, you need to be able to identify what's the exact problem that you're solving, and what's the exact result that you actually get somebody. Now, this is going to mean you're going to need to turn down a few people. This is going to mean you're going to need to speak to one. The rule of building out an online coaching business that's scalable and getting people results is that you speak to one, you don't speak to many. I cannot speak to the Mm -hmm. fat Asian, the skinny Asian and the woman and try to make business with all three. Not online. Maybe in your gym because you're local and if you're really cool, you're really lean, you're really good looking, you're me when I was in 2014, then fucking fantastic. You're going to get all the people like you have a bit of of charisma, you're actually excited about the thing and you can actually work out, then fucking fantastic. You're going to get people. But in the online market, you must talk to one. You must pick one and then you must identify this question. What is the problem that you're solving? What is the problem that you solve? What are all these people coming to this starting line? If you imagine that this is like... um, Like imagine it's like a marathon and on the start of the marathon, you know how, Kerry, at the Melbourne Marathon, there's like the flag and all of these people come to this point and they're just waiting? Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You need to imagine that and you have to go, they have this problem. They have this problem. They have this problem. They have the same problem. They are all similar problems. They are all experiencing the same problem. Okay, so what yep, are the? Yep, they're at the same
0: start starting line.
1: Correct. If you bring on people at different starting lines, aka a starting line for a chubby, chubby Asian versus a skinny Asian, completely two different starting lines. You cannot give them the same program. Okay. Kiz Do you want to add anything in? Well, like I think this is a big revelation for you because you speak to so many people. that go, oh, I just, I just don't. Uh, I just don't know how to build this online program. And I'm like, well, I, I wouldn't know how to build it either if I was helping men, women, uh,
0: be totally. Asian,
1: Asian. I would be like, dude, like, shit. How I would do it is I'm like, well, I would train 20 people and then I'd hire another trainer to take on 20 and then I'd build some sort of a pyramid scheme, LMM scheme under me, and then I'd have 400 clients. And that's kind of how we think about it. That's the old way, Okay.
0: I understand that perspective because in the gym, you don't really have a choice on who's coming to you to work with you and they're seeing some sort of result from you and they want to work with you. And the skinny, fat women, male, anyone is going to work with you and you want to work with everyone and anyone as well. Online, the 7 billion people. Mm. The more that you try and catch every single one of those fish, the less you're speaking to the problem that you're, you're going to solve, because you're not solving anyone's problem. Correct. Correct. Also,
1: to understand that this is a really good point, I was laughing at Dan Suffling's comment because there's like 500 milligrams of test uh, da, 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 inside of the Facebook group, and I'm like, okay, first, first, like to become a successful online coach. Okay, you're going to need some skills. Like a sidetrack, you're going to need to evolve your skills. Now, skills when you're coaching one-to-one. Okay, skills when you're coaching one-to-one is pretty much prescription. Okay, you get to band-aid shit. So a lot of the times the skills that you have of a one-to-one coach is your band-aid you band-aid you, shit. You only help them when they actually come to you and there's something wrong. Like one-to-one coaching is lazy because the only time that you can help somebody is when they come to you and they need a question. And if they have to ask you a question, there's something wrong, which means you're actually reactive and you're not proactive. Okay, so you're prescription-based and you're band A lot of the times, a lot of the times one-to-one coaches actually go, hey, here's what you're going to do. And then if you have any questions, email me. Well, if you actually set the thing up right, You would have covered all the steps and you would have understood all of the limiting beliefs and barriers, and you would have tackled them with coaching, emails, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, in between. Okay, so this is a completely di- different skill set. So I just want to add there as a side note. Kerry, mm. would you agree?
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So so one is kind of the person that's reactive, one's the person that's proactive. As the online coach, as an online coach, you have to build a system that can get somebody a result and you have to actually think. You actually have to go away. I have to think about this.
0: It's definitely it's definitely more of a leadership system because you're leading them towards a result rather than band-aiding it on their problem. Correcto. Yeah. So,
1: so consider this, that... You're going to have to upgrade your skills. Dan Sackling was like, you're going to need to improve your Evernote iPad typing skills, like writing skills. I think I literally made this thing a thing. So if you see anybody writing on, on iPad, you know who it came from. All right. You know, just, just FYI, copyright, LT. I should have got an affiliate commission from Apple for this shit. Should have got an affiliate commission. But because there's one different skill of the online, you're a creator, you're creating a system. You're creating a roadmap. You're trying to create steps for somebody and you're trying to figure out where your stuff is broken. Is it broken here? Is it broken here? Is it broken there? As a one-to-one person, you're you're most likely reactive. You prescribe and then you band-aid, which is why you're so overwhelmed all the time. Okay? So let's go back to this uh, diagram here. So if you imagine everybody at the start, Kerry, you're running a marathon when... um when you when you have the baby is that the goal
0: afterwards i'm not sure okay. <laughs> i'm not sure anymore
1: <laughs> because kez wants to run a marathon but oh, well,
0: i need to get stronger again but that, yeah, that's for sure that's marathon, my number one goal. i
1: did i did half a marathon and she did uh almost half a marathon she did i don't know three sevenths of a marathon
0: <laughs> three seven no it wasn't it was like five seven at least
1: Nah, well you didn't make half the marathon I did half, which means you... I did 18.
0: Did. Yeah. Anyway.
1: Uh, anyway, we digress. We digress. Sorry. I was just thinking about marathon. Kerry Karen, Karen has been wanting to run one for a while. But you have every single person with the same symptoms at the start. And they have to have the same symptoms. AKA, you're looking for people who might have... If you're, you're a diabetics trainer, you might be looking at a diabetics trainer. If you have people that are in bodybuilding... And they're stored due to injuries. Oh, not stored. Stored. Due to injuries, you have them. If you have people that are coming together with the same problem and the problem is they're not strong and they want to share in the common goal, they want to double their strength, double their power, et etc. et cetera. If you have people that are stuck and they actually can't get more clients and they're chasing people through Facebook, we share in one common goal, one common problem, one common goal. Okay, so inside of that goal, you figure you have to figure out this. You have to figure out what's the starting point and you have to figure out what's the result, aka what's the finishing point. Because everything has to have a start, everything has to have an end. Uh, the biggest misconception that I was given earlier on inside of my coaching days was that you could just pop people into a group and uh, and they would know what to do. Like you would just give them a program, pop them into the group, give them exercises, and then like they're, they're supposed to figure it out. And Kerry, is that is that kind of, you know, you, you've seen a transition of what's happening over time versus what we have now versus what we used to have. Uh and and that's what we're taught. We're taught that you can pop pop people into a group, and put them into a group, give them a program, get them onboarded, and then after three weeks they become really lost, and you you get a massive amount of churn. And that's that's the shit and mistakes that I made earlier on. That's the thing that you saw the transition from when you left Telstra, when you left your corporate job, to come into my mess, to come into clean sweep shit up behind me. Uh, and I think we're, we're made to believe that online coaching can be scalable and leveraged and simple. And you only need to do like one hour a week. Like this is the big shiny object that you hear. Like you only need to do one hour a week of coaching and that's like a weekly round table. And you just need to show once a week to a weekly round table. And Kerry, I'm sure we've, we can agree. We've had, we've had a coach and a consultant that we hired and this is what we fell into. We kind of was dumped into a group. We had one little nice little uh, daily huddle, round table. <laughs> didn't want to give it away, but I just did. And it was on Thursday and you and me rock up. We're like, what the fuck is happening here? And You and me just sitting there next to each other looking at it and wondering, what the f- where the fuck is everyone? I have no idea where the fuck I am. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. I'm completely lost. And, uh, and you have to experience this as a consumer, so that you can understand when you're creating something that every single person needs clarity. If there is no start, there is no end, there is no clarity, there is no point A, there is no point B, people will not move. Kerry, add some shit and add some spice and sprinkle this with K-spice. K
0: well, I actually wanted to ask you a question because I know where John is in terms of his career, in terms of his online coaching, uh-huh. and I know that he would definitely have a roadmap and I'm sure there's going to be refinements going to be made over the next couple of months. Mm -hmm. The next step to that is the question of, do you think the delivery system becomes a lot simpler because he has this roadmap in terms of, okay, now he's understand five milestones that he needs to get from a client, A to B. And when when he's building out his systems and building out this hundred people army of, of his clients, does that make the yeah, does that make the race for them a lot simpler? And is he overcomplicating it thinking that it needs to be individualized, it needs to, you know, be all these certain things? Cool.
1: I love this. Love this. Okay, so first things first, let's just assume that you actually understand that you solve a problem, and so you are able to attract these clients now. You're like, okay, cool. Then I get it. I'm going to work with skinny Asian dudes. I want to help them put on muscle. They are ectomorphs. If I was to build a program out for skinny Asian dudes, I'd go, okay, sweet. So I've got 30 Asian dudes uh, ready, all ready to be lined up. They get enrolled. They're starting on the 1st of October. They know this. They're ready to start building their car. And inside of building the car, I look at this as onboarding and I go until they can actually become onboarded, I will not put them inside of my community with my other skinny Asian dudes. I'm allowed to say Asian, not racist, because I'm Asian. Um, That's a really good niche, skinny Asian dudes. So let's just say I have 50 skinny Asian dudes around racing in the car. This is going to sound so weird if you're listening to this through audio. And you have no idea what the fuck I'm drawing. So imagine this. We have onboarding and we have our community. Okay. So we have skinny Asian dudes starting on the 1st of October, 30 of them. They're coming in and I go, okay, sweet. They need to pass step one, two, three, four. And they go through one, two, three, four. I need to make sure that they get through all of these things before they understand the lingo and they understand what the hell is happening. They understand the lingo and they understand what's happening. So I take them through one, two, three, four, and I ensure that they stay checked in and I train them and I coach them and I go, hey, guys, you're going to study this. This isn't me telling you what to do. It's not me. It's me actually helping you study this shit and making sure that you pass and move and go from week one and move into week two and then go into week three, depending on how long your onboarding system is, depending on what you need to teach to them before they become competent. So AKA, a lot of, of, let's go into fitness. A lot of fitness will teach them training and nutrition. So your onboarding could be two weeks. could be first week. We're just going to do all training. And I'm going to get you to study the fuck out of training and all these lifts. And then you have to show me this. 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 And then inside of week number two, we're going to study your nutrition. You're going to figure out how much food you're going to eat for your body type and I'll teach you the macros so that you begin to understand. And if you need to adjust, here's what you're going to do. Here's what you're mm-hmm. going to do. Here's what you're going to do. All right. And then off we go. That's onboarding. Getting them familiar with the lingo. And they're going to be good to go. Now, when, when, when they've accomplished this, they graduate. And they go, okay, bro. Like, you've done your driver's license. You've finished your driver's license. I now give you L plates, and now we move over to P. But you're going to ride around this racetrack, and here's the rules. There are some certain rules inside of this that you're going to need to follow. If you don't follow these rules, you're going to crash. If you don't follow these rules, you're going to get lost. If you don't follow these rules, you will not progress. If you stop, you're not going to move anywhere. If you keep going on a, on a red light, you will not move. If you go too fast, you're also not gonna move. And so I set up conditions for every single week. And I go, hey, inside of week one, here's how this is gonna roll. Day one, day two, day three, day four, day five, day six, day seven, here's the end, you're gonna need a check in. Here's the blocks, here's the shit that you're gonna to need to do. And then this is repeatable blocks until they reach that milestone. And everybody is trying to reach the milestone, the thing, the four minute mile, the result, Everybody is wrapped around this problem to this big goalpost. It's like, fuck, when I can get there, all right, we'll worry about what's next. But let's just get everybody there first. It's what your movement's all about. It's what your online coaching program's all about. So uh, let's say hypothetically, hypothetically, we're asking Asian dude coming in and I go, all right, well, I know for you for you to put on some muscle, we're gonna need to like get you stronger. The is a 140 deadlift. For five reps for 12 sets. I'm just kidding. But just 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 like it could be that. That could be literally really mm-hmm. the milestone. So I'm programming based off the nutrition, based on the training, based off their goals in order to be bigger and more muscular. And I've taught them the nutrition and making those tweaks, and then I program them ultimately to this one milestone, and then I get that. And you can only get there; you only reach that milestone. I give you a gold star, but you've got to show me proof, and you've got to do it with amazing form. If you do it with shit form, go back again. We're not gonna; we don't like rounded turtle backs. I'm kind of like my rounded turtle backs, but it's you know that's just haven't deadlifted for a while. But uh, you have one milestone, and you drive people towards that outcome.
0: Love
1: it. The the fucking end. So notice this is a completely different skill from me prescribing somebody. Mm. In fact, this is probably a lot more effective because now you've got all these skinny Asian dudes trying to eat well, trying to egg each other on, trying to deadlift. It's self-motivation, but also group motivation at the same time, all based around this one goal. And if you have a goal that's planted in your face every single day, you can't escape the goal. This is why this is so effective. You've got one goal, one milestone. You go, I'm going to hit this milestone. Fuck, he's making me see this every single day. I'm in this group. They're all just talking about this milestone. Fuck, this little other skinny guy's hit 140. This guy's hit 140. Holy shit, this guy crushes. He just smashed 140 last week. What the fuck am I doing?
0: What's our milestone? What's everybody hitting?
1: Our milestone one new client a day, 30 clients a month. In 71 one percent. That's it. That's our first milestone. Everyone's wrapped around this idea. You don't make you don't get clients. You don't make money. You don't make money. You cannot breathe in. You don't have no oxygen in business. I don't care. Don't care what anybody can argue. Everyone's like, Lynn, it's not about the money. I'm like, Alright, well, how you got You anxious, stressed out, feeling a little bit tight around the neck. Why? Because you got no money, period. Make some money. Then you can change the world. You make no money, you're literally a protester just trying to like advocate for shit. Not very effective. Okay, so kids, what we might do, we might wrap that shit up. You've got some stuff to do, I've got some to do. We're we're moving over time. So, more importantly, we're going to leave this here uh, and open up the conversation. Where are you right now, noticing that you're the prescriber and you're the uh, band aider? Because you don't have the skill sets yet to become a great online coach. Online coaching and innovating and creating and leading a movement is completely different to being knowing how to count reps in a gym. Like most of the times I was in the gym, I was just counting one to 10. And fuck, like I couldn't even get that right. Like at eight reps, I'd count four reps. It was, fun. it was really fucked. I'd notice I, I'd miscount reps, right? So it's a completely different skill set. And so the question is, you you cannot, you cannot become an online coach being who you currently are. Who you are is not sufficient. I'm not saying you're not good enough. I'm saying the skills that you currently have are not sufficient in order to pull off the thing that you want. This thing that you want over here requires you to be another version of yourself, a be- better, a bigger version of yourself with bigger skill sets. Currently, you don't have it. Fortunately... Now you know what you need to do to get here.
0: That was great. That's actually one of my favorite topics, which is the delivery side of things.
1: Cuz nobody talks about delivery. I
0: yeah. Tell you this.
1: Everyone talks about Yeah. It's, salary, not sexy, right?
0: it's, mm. not, it's not
1: sexy, right? It's not sexy. Nobody talks about delivery. Nobody talks about profit. Nobody talks about cash. Nobody talks about the real shit inside a business that you're going to need to know. Everyone talks about the two commas. Everyone talks about how to get clients. Everyone talks about six-week challenges, how much money they're making.
0: Delivery is so important because that's the longevity of a business. If you can't deliver, you're fucked. Yeah.
1: If you cannot deliver, you are ultimately fucked because here's the thing. You'll fuck yourself up. You can't keep your promises. And then if you can't give your promises, ultimately you're fucked. So there's, one, there's a couple of things. Don't work with clients that you can't help and don't make promises that you cannot keep and don't build shit that is shit and understand that maybe you're going to need to learn some new skills in order to create the thing that you need to create because right now you don't have it and it's okay. It's all right. Like, I didn't have a 200-kilo deadlift when I first started. Kerry didn't have this 80-kilo squat. But guess what? It sucks at the start because everyone else has it and you don't. But if you're willing to put your head down, do some work, and build yourself and play your own race, you'll win a year from now. Or you can look to Facebook for another ad. Hop that in. Go join, like, an Instagram mastermind and PM and DM people and then try to make money off that. The, The choice is yours. Long road always wins. Okay, that is a wrap. Thank you so much for jumping on. You were so fantastic, as always, being very quiet there in the background. <laughs> but I will be away next week. I'm going to get punched in the face in, like, warrior week, Navy still training, which is going to be very, very exciting, but not really exciting, but exciting. And so Kerry and the crew will take over this podcast. We are going
0: day. to have a team take over with this yeah, podcast, no, with me no, not I'm being so quiet.
1: Yeah, you're going to have a team roundtable here. You might actually take the hot seats on here for me, J Bot. Oh, I
0: that would be cool.
1: Next week's hot seat.
0: Yeah, yeah, bring on some clients as well. Mm-hmm.
1: So we'll see how we go. All right, team, that's it from us. Have a phenomenal day. And I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Comment down below if you did. Comment down below with your takeaway. Don't be a quiet one. Don't consume and not like share. Give us some love. Give us some fucking love. Look at, look at this smiley face. Look at the <laughs> round face, the headphones. <laughs> how could you not give that love? give her love you don't have to give me love give me like a, a, I hate you whatever fire whatever you want to do red don't care give k some some love okay see you guys have an amazing day we
0: are and i hope you've enjoyed listening to our radio voices today if you like us don't be shy and show us some love by giving us a five-star rating and review we are shameless promoters of what we do and what we love to do and we'll never stop giving you value before you go to the next episode Make sure you subscribe and remember a 5-star rating review.